I think Sylvester's trying to talk, but he's on mute. Um, I think so too. <laughs> I was just gonna say the one thing that I, I, I that changed, to be honest, my I don't want to say my life, but quite possibly my life um, when it comes to to being a man is that I randomly it was in a, a comment section on Instagram, and this woman just ran, I don't even know who she was, but she said, "Look, as a man, if you can't provide for me." um mentally emotionally physically financially and spiritually just forget it and 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 that really hit me where where i realized um you know there's a certain narrative that wants women to stop acting like women so that's the whole other thing that plays into toxic masculinity because that woman right there just hit it on the head that's initially what women want they want to feel that so that's what I'm saying. Like, if that woman feels secure and having that frail, you know, weak man, that's what she finds in that, right? That's what she finds providing. But then the context was that this guy couldn't go downstairs and check out the noise, right? Yeah. So is that really true that he that you know she's feeling that type of provide to her? I don't know. I I I do. I just feel like, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but. The expectation, and and this is a, a seems like a, a fairly healthy expectation, is that you're supposed to be like a a, a rock and a muse and a and a guide, um, as opposed to a a commander, and um, you know, finding balance in in who you are as as a man, so that you you don't tip the scales to to becoming a commander or a dictator or an abuser but that you don't run away from your responsibility to be a, a, a guide and a protector and, and a model. Um, it like, okay. I don't know, man. That, that's... I would also say, I think it's hard for us guys who aren't married because what I initially said was a man proposes to a woman. The woman has a choice to say yes or no. So by her saying yes, she's agreeing to go into a union and have this man lead her, protect her, and provide for her emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, maybe sexually, financially, she's agreeing to this. So that's what my position is, is that if we're getting married, you're kind of agreeing that I'm gonna be the person that's gonna do all these things for you. Then you have to trust my judgment and what I'm gonna do to lead us to get to that position because I think it's very easy after the fact. If I if I walk into this marriage with a million dollars, you know things are already kind of set, right? Things are already set and easy. You don't have to worry about it. But if I'm on my way to making my millions of dollars, and you wanna, you know, be a part of this journey and support me and stuff, you know, I might do some business ventures and I might do some things, and you just gotta support me. And in a marriage. I'm not married, I don't know, but I think like in a marriage as a, as one part of that person who proposed, who the person agreed to come into a union with, that you would just trust me and support me and do things that would, you know, facilitate us our further growth. Maybe some married guys can talk about that because I see this coming from the perspective of a lot of guys who aren't married, but essentially what this comes down to is a lot of things are like in the marriage or because I'm talking about a marriage in the sense of a union that's building a family and not that you can't build a family as a single person or without kids 
but when you're talking about gender roles or what people can do, people can do whatever they want, right? A woman can work construction, a man can cut hair, female say, oh, it doesn't, doesn't matter, like really, right? Think outside the box, like that's what you're told now. And now you're starting to think outside the box and now you're starting to challenge all these old thinkings, that's fine. I got a question. For no, Yoda said it in that one meme. Learn, unlearn everything you learn. You have to unlearn everything you learn to really understand, to look ab above everything, right? That's how I see it. I, I got a question for Shane because um, a year ago, th this one woman that I was dating, and um, she already had like three kids, and um, but she she kept using this term. Um, whenever we kind of like disagreed on stuff and, and particularly I, the, the main disagreement we had was on like Trump. And I was trying to explain to her that, you know, most politicians, you know, and most and the political parties are predatory in nature and, and this, that and third. But like she really believed in a lot of like what he stood for. Um, and she would always bring up this term. She's like, we're not equally yoked. And I've heard the term growing up as a kid. And I think I kind of understand it to be like, we're not on the same wavelength, but like equally yoked. It, it's just, it's such a weird term to me because it, 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 in a way it's like consensual bondage to like, or like not bondage, because that's an inappropriate word, consensual tethering to another person. But like, I don't know, Shane, I feel like, you would probably be the most well-equipped to answer. Like she kept bringing up equally yoked. Like we were not equally yoked. Like we need to be equally yoked. And I'm just like, I've heard that in terms of like a person to, to Christ, but I've never like, I don't know. I've, I don't know, bro. I, I didn't really understand it to be honest with you. Okay. No, that, uh, and that's a fair question. Yeah. That, that term equally yoked, it doesn't mean that, you're you're not smart enough or you're not you know there enough for her or she's not there enough for you what it kind of means is is that uh the idea of being equally yoked and it is it is a biblical term um what it really does mean is that your your belief systems are very different uh we're not equally yoked our belief systems are different so if she holds to christian values and and holds to those things and wants that that type of of um of overarching relationship within herself as well as within her household if you come in and you're an atheist well you're not equally yoked because your mindset might be yeah i'm still gonna love that uh, uh, this woman but when she talks about prayer you're gonna be like that's ridiculous so you're not equally yoked in that sense because the idea of love for her is attributed to god whereas the idea of love for uh, an atheist, I, I think that's the biggest question. Where is that? Where do you attribute your love for that? Uh, you know, uh, where do you attribute love if God is out of the picture? What does that mean to an atheist, right? So that's what it means by not being equally yoked. It's not a matter of, it's not a matter of 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 um, of intellect. No, it, it's actually a matter of of um, of worldview uh, 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 in the sense of in the sense of, of um, you know, this is where this is where she's coming from as far as her worldview being Christ-centered, and this atheist worldview being humanistically centered. Wow. Got it. Got it. Got it. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Absolutely.
Quick question. So with, with, with the rules, with the rules in the house, right? If, if a woman wants to say, make more money, or she has a successful business, and she doesn't need you to work, so you can focus on raising the kids, right? Would that, would that person, would you look at that person and say, that person is feminine or what? Well, personally, personally for me, okay, and I know that some of these, some of these guys, uh, some of these guys kind of agree with me, but the thing is, is that first and foremost, uh, roles, role playing, especially when it comes down to the breadwinner of the home is going to come by virtue of what, what you and your family member, you and that, you and that, that, that woman talk about, you know, like, I mean, if she's a doctor and she's already got a practice going and you guys come and you get married and she says, Hey, I want to have kids, but I want to still work. And you guys have a conversation and a respectful, a respectful conversation. You know, if, if you guys come to an agreement that says, okay, I'm going to stay home as a man and I'm going to do the domestic duties and I'm going to take care of the kids that doesn't emasculate you. The only way that you're going to feel emasculated is only if you guys are going to get into a fight over something like that, which I hope you guys would have dealt with that prior to even getting married. You know, the, the point is, is that she has established something. Maybe you have established something, but if she wants to still work, as long as you guys communicate and talk about that and you come to an agreement, then that's cool. Enjoy it. Enjoy life. There's nothing wrong with a woman being the breadwinner. Nothing wrong with that at all. And there's nothing wrong with a man, you know, being the domestic one and being at home taking care of kids. There's nothing wrong with that. The roles in and of itself might be reversed, but the reality is, is that you are still a man. She is still a woman. The, um, I think it was, was it Sylvester? Or one of you guys came up with the scenario of what would happen if somebody walked into your home. If a woman, wa if, if, if a woman goes downstairs, and grabs a baseball bat, you know, maybe the intruder might be a little bit more, you know, um, uh, might want to fight. But if the man comes down, even if he's skinny and small, uh, if, if the man is, is an intruder and another man comes down, he's going to think, he's, he's going to think differently because it's not just about how the man looks physically. It's about the fact that he's still a man. And we, as men, when we see other men, we, we react different. We think a little bit different. We even sometimes talk a bit different. You know, I mean, it, it, so as long as there's communication between you and your loved one as to who's going to be the breadwinner, that's fine. That's never the issue. The issue has always been, how is this guy treating this girl? How is this girl treating this guy? Is there a mutual respect do they communicate and is there because we're talking about men now is this woman trying to emasculate him or is he trying to build him up two completely different scenarios but at the same time recognizing that when two people come together and work together work together and they use their roles to complement each other man Marriage is the most beautiful thing and society runs perfect almost when these things are adhered to. But Craig is right. 
Craig is right. If the home, if the home is going to be dysfunctional and messed up, you bet your bottom dollar your kids are coming out acting what they've seen. They become products of their environment. Right. And a lot of people aren't ready for that conversation. And another thing we haven't even touched on that could probably take us a whole another segment to do is the whole idea of like the historical context of patriarchy within the industrial revolution and even historically farther back, right? And royalty and, you know, different cultures and religious aspects. But, you know, I think, uh, I think we're doing a good job just building these conversations and having these talks about what it is to be a man and our different experiences about how we learn to become a man and also how we're trying to change how we're seen as men, right? Because I think especially for me, you know, I always go back to, you know, one of the best, you know, male figures I ever had in my life was a coach. And, you know, he taught me about being a man, but particularly a black man, which is funny because he was like a white man, but he had a lot of uh, black friends and he kind of saw the experiences they went through with racism and everything else. And I think he had a soft spot for me. And, you know, he was just kind of like, you know, as a black man, you have to carry yourself differently. Like you, there's more, like people are waiting for you to fuck up. People are expecting you to act a certain way. So if you want to go farther in sports and in life, you kind of have to like be aware that, you know, there's these social expectations of how people expect you to act as a black man. And, you know, it's in your best interest to just to be aware of that and act accordingly and not to fall into those things. And, you know, at home, my mom and dad weren't really talking like that, right? Like, you know, they were just two older white people just kind of doing their things and getting into older age. And they always told me, like, you know, man's about protecting the weak, you know, bringing home the money, you know, honoring your word, like real basic generic shit right? It wasn't really telling me nothing. And th- these are also people that told me, like, you know, it doesn't matter that I was Black, and anybody who treats me different because you're Black is just a bad person, and who are they? I'll, I'll shake my fist at them and tell them how nice my son is, you know, type of thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, this is a deep conversation today. I'm really happy that uh, we had it, you know? That's all I got to say for right now. Anyone else want to chime in? We're coming in on the two hour mark. So just wanted to check in, maybe go for a little bit longer, but think about trying to wind it down and let people enjoy the rest of their Saturdays. Can can you guys hear me? Yes. I I think, you know, this is a really interesting topic because like the times have changed so much. And so, you know, often like as a, as a man, we can be raised from a certain uh, point of view, but then you pair up with a woman who was raised in some cases very differently. Um, 
and 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 in some cases, if she's even it was raised the way you were raised, the way she sees things um, as a woman uh, often can be very different than how you see the world. So I think that couples have to work together. And there's going to be things I'm going to have my strengths and she's going to have her strengths. And as long as we're on the same team, it doesn't matter. Like, like that, as, as long as we're working together, as long as we're supporting one another, um, it doesn't matter, you know, because my girl could be Ronda Rousey. My girl could be, you know, a, a cop. So if somebody comes in and, you know, there's a gun between us, I'm going to let her pick it up because she's she shot more rounds than I have. I'm not going to say, let me shoot the gun because I'm the man. I think that I think that too often society does this thing where they kind of like mind fuck us a little bit because they want us to be a certain way. And often your, your ego will get challenged. And I think that we have to see what's happening often and take a step back and ask ourselves, you know, is this a, is this a battle worth fighting? You know, is, is, is this worth it? You know, cause sometimes I think as men, you know, our, our ego won't allow the woman to shine in areas where she's exceptionally strong. And that's a mistake because she's on your team. So, you know, I think, I think, I think that like, we have to, we have to like, we got to get away from trying to find, you know, reasons to not work together. Because like, there's so many setups out there, whether it's on social media, whether it's your friends, in some cases, you know, it can be colleagues. It can be so many things where people are trying to like set you up. It can so even be in the church. It can even be in the church, bro. Shane, it could even be family. It Absolutely. could even be. It could even be family. You know, and and sometimes we're not even aware of the things that we're saying. We're kind of just regurgitating, you know, what we know either based on feeling or based on emotion at that time, at that time in our life. Not because that's what we actually believe, but that moment in time is making us feel a certain way. Therefore, we're responding a certain way. It's not actually what we think and who we are, but at that moment in time in our lives is making us respond in a certain way. So I, I think it's important to, 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 to step back, to step back, to, to, to be a sponge, you know, I say this often to go to war with a multitude of counsel. So mm. you're going to you're going to get a lot of opinions, but just pick the stuff that you really like. You know, pick the stuff that you really like and work with those things. And the other things that's questionable, you can push them to the side. It doesn't mean that they're wrong. It just may not be what works for you. And so and, and I think that's OK. And, 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 and the beauty of this conversation is the fact that we have so many different opinions about this. Some of them are, are ingrained in, 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 in biblical principle. And I think everything we do in our life is ingrained in biblical principle, whether we choose to accept it or not, to some degree. Or it's, or, or it's, or it's from the opinion of being single, or it's from the opinion of being married, or it's being from the opinion of being in bad relationships. You know, like, as time goes by, as we get older, our opinions, they're going to continue to evolve. They're going to continue to change and mature 
And as you have children, you'll see that it'll change as well. So, you know, just, just don't be afraid to be open to new ideas. You know, don't be afraid to, to, don't be afraid to trust some of the things that you were brought up with, even though they may seem like they're wrong today. Even though some things may not make sense today, you know, there's, 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 there's so much of our upbringing, of, of our upbringing that makes us who we are. Some of that can be good. Some of that can be bad. You're going to figure that out every day as life goes by. You're going to figure that out. It's a process. And I don't think any person on this call has all the answers. What we have is just experience, life experience, what life has shown us and what life has taught us. And, and that's okay. That's okay. We have to embrace other opinions. Other, we have to embrace other people's opinions and, and allow someone to have a different point of view and allow for people to, to, to see things differently. You know, but um, I, I just love this conversation because I, I think that there's, there's so many different ways and so many different angles, you know, that, that, that you can look at this from. And it would have been so interesting to have this same conversation with the same group of guys 10 years ago. I think that this conversation would be so much different and, and how, we, how we respond to things would be so much different. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see when we have this conversation 10 years from now. So that's all I wanna say. And um, you know, loving this, loving, loving the, like this, this segment and, and, and what we're talking about. And it's important to have these conversations because that's how we grow. And, 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 and that's important. And, and, and somebody may listen to what we're having to say, and they could have a change in their life. Um, and that's a really good thing. So, you know, I, I, just, I just really have enjoyed this conversation overall. Um, you know, and, and I want to thank everybody for their input, you know, because um, that's, it's, just, it's just nice to hear a lot of different opinions and perspectives. Um, I think that's what keeps us sharp and keeps us smart you know, and, and, and keeps us, you know, authentic and engaging. So, you know, that's all I got to say about that, G. I don't know if you want to uh, wrap up. I know you said it's been a little while. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Or if you have another topic that you want to, that you want to, you know, jump in. But um, I guess I'll shoot it back to you. Nice. I'll catch it. I'll put it behind my back. I'll spin it on my finger. And I'll just uh, want to say thank you. Thanks for all of you guys for sharing, for uh, coming out. And yeah, this was really good. It seemed like a good time, but I want to let everyone go out and enjoy their families and their time. Well, not you guys in Ontario. You guys can go look out the window and go in the backyard. <laughs> the rest of us in the West, in the rest of the world, make sure you get outside, get your vitamin D, take no, your vitamins and say your prayers. I'm outside too, so I'm out of the window. I can't can't deal with that indoor stuff. I got to be outside, so I'm outside. <laughs> living life I'm is indoor. essential. I'm doing my thing. Don't ever forget that, everybody. Living life is essential. If you're confined in a space, you will die an early death. But get your vitamin Ds, say your prayers, take your vitamins, and make sure you tune in subscribe leave a review let us know how we're doing if you know any topics you would like us to cover hit them up in the review or the chats make sure you follow all of our social media 
I said I'm at the start. I'm not going to say him again because I'll probably stutter. And yeah, we're out. Thank you.